G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Dysregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is the fifth instalment of the fortnightly check-in series, although today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's more about how I've been today. So I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but I am sick. Don't worry, it's not COVID, but it's definitely something. Now, because this is the realest, most genuine fan income podcast on all the internet, we do not have rest days. Even though we're sick, the show must go on. And I think today we'll offer some insights into how different forces that you may not think of automatically can impact on one's mental health, or at least it has with me. So yes, I'm sick. So what have I got? I don't know. It's some sort of virus. It's a heavy cold. I've got I've had a fever, I'm dehydrated, I can't eat, you know, I've been coughing, lots of mucus, haven't been able to sleep much, all those wonderful things. And as a result, my mental health has plummeted. So let's look at the reasons why this physical illness, sickness thing, which I hope will dissipate very soon, it's been hanging around for about three days now, so I'm hoping tomorrow when I wake up, things will be much better. Let's have a look at why it may have impacted on my mental health as it has. So firstly, let's look at, say, a physiological or biological level. So not enough energy coming in from food because I'm not eating. You know, we need energy to power our brain. So if the brain's lacking energy, that's not a good thing. Lack of sleep, we know that that can play tricks on the mind, definitely. And really, just feeling terrible in general is not good for anyone's mental health. It's not good for anybody. You don't have to suffer from depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, any of those disorders. If you're sick, usually you're not having a good go of it. It's just not a good time. But as always with me, it tends to go a bit deeper than that. So let's look at it this way. Some of the tools in my arsenal to fight my mental health complications, of which there are many, are things like exercise, getting out and getting sunlight, visiting friends and family, reading, and really engaging in activities in general. So when one is sick, you have a diminished capacity to do these things, or in my case, the last couple of days, just about no capacity to do these things at all. Now, in general, I would say my mental health is very much on a knife's edge. My mental health is quite brittle. So what I mean by that is if I'm unable to do certain activities or engage with different avenues to alleviate my low mood or anxiety, etc., like I said before, I could very easily spiral into a depression or a state of panic. Illness often brings about this spiral because the steps I need to take to stay on track are beyond reach when sick. But again, it goes deeper than this as well, more psychological, if you will, or even philosophical in some ways. So to manage my mental health appropriately, I need to be on the front foot. I need to be working towards the goals and objectives I've set out to really improve my life. Yes, it goes that deep. If I'm unable to do the things I need to do to work towards this self-improvement, enlightenment sort of thing I'm going for... Um, then it feels as though we're going backwards. And very easily does the thought of going backwards turn into a cascade of negative thought. Obviously, I wish certain facets of my life were better. Obviously, you would know that from listening to this podcast. But to ensure I'm able to manage and accept what is 
I need to commit to those things I can change and do what I can to improve my situation. Pretty basic. When my wings are clipped, though, by being unwell, it spells bad news. So for me, one of the worst parts of being physically sick and how it plays in my mind is that it opens the door to hours of rumination, that constant negative thought processes. If if you're uh, lying in bed like I have been the last couple of days, without enough energy to use such coping mechanisms like avoidance or distraction, one is vulnerable to the darker sides of the psyche seeping through. So those safeguards that I usually put in a place just aren't there. They're not available. We just do not have the energy to grab hold of them and use them adequately. So the mental walls that take energy to ensure their structural integrity, you could say, that block the negative thought patterns from flooding in, all of a sudden are looking quite shaky, which is not a great place to find ourselves in. So what are the options? Well, in the past, I used to medicate myself to sleep, just hoping I'd wake up eventually and it had all passed and all of a sudden I had the energy and the ability to go forward again. Although, obviously, sleep is important, the idea of sleeping the day away doesn't really put one's mind at ease. So instead, I'm doing things such as this episode, even though it will probably come off terribly. So if you're a new listener, please have a look at the other episodes to assess the normal quality of my output. It is a tangible achievement, and I think it also offers a view, a hope of mental illness that isn't spoken about much. So that's something. Because again, when people think of mental illness, they think of it confined to just the mind. Well, physical, mental, they tend to do things hand in hand. But really all I can do is write it out and try and do something, anything to feel like I'm still achieving things. That's the key for me and working towards this ideal of a better me, a better future, whatever. So something I think I can achieve, which I'm going to do after this, I'm going to do some meditation, which might even put me to sleep, which would not be a bad result. So wish me luck on that one, but I'm definitely going to do it. I think the worst part though of this particular episode of being sick this time around and all the negative stuff that seems to have flowed on from it is the knowledge that I pretty much ensured that this would happen as evidenced by my continued unhealthy habits. You know, I'm chronically sleep deprived deprived because I still haven't figured out how to have a work-life balance. You know, I've got poor eating habits, too much fast food, an over-reliance on caffeine to push through when I should probably have just been resting. Being anxious all the time, which of course hinders the immune system, and a lot of the reasons I'm anxious are things that are in my control, which I'm choosing not to confront head on, very frustrating. A lot of these things I am sort of in control of, sort of. Obviously the mental illnesses are trying to take the control away from me, but on some level I am in control of these things. So the biggest issue is that I continue to cause a lot of the overall negativity in my life via doing things I know are still detrimental and doing not too much about it. Or perhaps, maybe, and this is the mental illnesses at play here, um, not having the confidence in my abilities to turn the ship around. So needless to say, this is what a lot of my rumination has focused on. And that's the thing. When, you know, I'm not unwell and things are going relatively good, I have the ability to push aside things that I probably should be confronting, push aside, push aside, avoid, distract, you know, just put them in the back of the mind. 
But when I guess I'm sick, like I am now, when I'm hungover, when I'm sleep deprived, you know, when the ability to keep those walls up is diminished somewhat, all of a sudden these things that I've been repressing tend to rise to the surface. So what's happened today is I've been confronted with all the things I've been repressing, avoiding and distracting myself from. And it's not a pretty picture. (sighs) But anyway, the good news is it's not all bad news as evidenced by the fact I'm doing this episode. And, of course, let's be realistic here. This isn't the end of the world. This isn't COVID. Whatever illness I've got at the moment isn't really a threat, I don't think, to my mortality. You know, it's just a cold, really. But I do think it's interesting to show how just a cold can have such an impact on mental health for some individuals. I'm sure I'm not the only person that goes through this. Um, if you are one of the people that goes through this, I'd love to hear from you. You can message me on Instagram at elliot.t.waters. Um, but I think the take-home message of this episode really is that in most cases, there is something you can do to latch onto. Even if it's small, really small, like doing this episode, it is something to grab onto and use as a foothold. So in times gone by, I wouldn't have done this episode or I wouldn't have chosen to meditate. I would have succumbed to the negative way of thinking and I wouldn't have even tried to stand up against it and say, you know what? No, we don't have to be thinking this. This is a bit over the top. Let's try and do some things to simmer down a little bit. So, you know, to give myself a pat on the back, I'd like to think I've shown a degree of character and commitment to at least momentarily shrug off these negative cognitions that are trying to drag me down and to do things which are meaningful and positive. But I have to say it is a key feature of my presentation that something as relatively benign and seemingly physical in nature can impact my mental health, which I think is pretty interesting. So obviously part of the plan moving forward is to get myself in a position where if I do find myself a little bit sick or under the weather, we don't spiral automatically into this negative way of thinking. That is definitely one of the key, key goals moving forward. And really, like I think I said just before, one of the ways to do that is to confront the things that I'm doing that I just know I probably shouldn't be. I know they're not doing me good, so let's try and do something about them. But anyway, there's a bit of an insight into a a part of mental health, mental illness that maybe isn't spoken about much, and it's that relationship between the physical and the mind. They go hand in hand, vice versa. They all work together. So there you go. I hope that episode was, um, you know, offered some interesting insights, and I am now going to meditate and really create some footholds to grab onto, and also, I guess in a way, relearn or teach myself, or maybe learn, full stop, some coping mechanisms that work for when we're sick, even if it's not the ones we would normally go to. So as always, thank you for listening. The original plan for this episode was going to be about my continued battles with SSRIs, in particular sertraline. I've got a bit of news to report on that one. And as you can probably tell by my tone, it's not all good news, but we're going to look at that hopefully next episode. And coming soon as well is part three 
of the left versus right brain series, but I'm not going to do that one until I've recovered. So my my beautiful voice is back to full strength again, and I can get that one out there and do a good job of it. All right, that's it for this episode. I'll tell you what, that was difficult to get out. Let me tell you that right now, but I'm so proud that I did. Go me. Hear that? That's me patting myself on the back. Great work, Elliot. As always, thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to like, subscribe, and share it around with your mates. And you can follow me on Instagram at elliot.t.waters. Thank you, everybody, and see you next time. Goodbye.